This episode is sponsored by Cousins Needles How to Become a Certified Home Inspector Workshop. The home inspection business is a multi-million dollar industry and is rapidly growing. Within this workshop, you will learn how to start your own home inspection company within the next six months, how you can make an extra $5,000 a month, and how to be your own boss. After you watch the home inspector workshop, you will know what education is required for your state, step-by-step guidance on the certification process, how to study for the national exam, how to market to your customers, and the 10 major home components to inspect. It also includes how to become a certified home inspector two-hour workshop, replay of the live Q&A session, and presentation notes from the home inspector workshop. Now, the link will be in the description of this podcast episode if you want to get started today and purchase this workshop and be on your way to being a certified home inspector and making money. Something. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant I study millionaires cause I was born a visionary Still believe in limitations, why you acting scary? You can't distract me from the paper, I've been chasing greatness I'm stacking now and balling later, in the conversation We strategizing, monetizing, piling up investments And sacrificing temporary sh- for bigger blessings Yeah, a tapped in boss mind state I multiply my grind rate and I match the way I vibrate Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people, if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your Profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier gon' talk about it No Deanna, speak that sh** that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant This episode is also sponsored by Brian, the infamous CPA's blueprint How to make passive income in the car rental industry Within this course, Brian teaches you the overview of the rental car business, startup checklists and cost analysis, cash flow analysis and how to set rental prices, vehicle criteria, car maintenance protocol, how to handle tickets and tolls, how to handle car accidents, effectively marketing your vehicle, and more. If you want to get started with this course and start making money in the car rental industry, go to the link in our description and get started today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I am your host, Xavier. Got my co-host D with me. What's up, everybody? And today we got a um, we got another, we got another special episode. This is like a um, this is like a family edition, man. We got a, <laughs> we got my guy Josh Aff on. Yeah, y'all know who he is, man. He's he's been giving game for a while. He's the host of the corporate co-host of the Corporate Coke and Smack Podcast. Co-founder 200K and a million other things, man. He, he the the uh, founder or co-founder of NBC Market Views Consulting, and so many more things. So we were super excited to have him on the show. And we also we got the fan favorite. We got my guy B. He's pretty much like we said before. He like he like the third. He like a third. Um, he like a third host at this point. He been on the show Our honorary more. Honorary host. Right, he an honorary host. He been on the show more than more than anybody. Anybody else, almost just as much as you, D, right? You know, D, you be in and out. 
All right, so shots. <laughs> Relax. No, I'm, I'm, I'm playing, but yeah, he's 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 a, he's a guy we love to have have on. Y'all already know who B is, man. If y'all don't, y'all need to get from under a rock. So welcome to the show, y'all. Definitely appreciate y'all for having us on, Deanna uh, yeah. X. Definitely, man. And I know, uh, just getting right into it. So I know on this episode, you guys got something special that y'all working on. It's called 200K. And just um, just getting right to it, man. What for the people that's not familiar with this might be their first time hearing of it. What 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 exactly is 200K? Yeah, so uh, 200K is a financial club slash community um, centered around you know real estate, stocks, um, you know entrepreneurship, personal finance. Um, so basically, it's a, it's a, a membership only club where, like I said, people can come um to you know get insight um on those various topics from brandon and i but also cultivate relationships uh with the other members um of the club as well um and you know like in terms of real estate uh you know you, you can share your real estate deals um in terms of stocks um we're not a we're not a, a signal calling uh platform per se like you know with options but we're more so like giving swing plays um you know long-term uh long-term plays in terms of stocks uh, and then, you know, like on the personal finance tip of entrepreneurship, um, you know, giving insight and talking to people um, who are, in, you know, very, various businesses on, um, you know, how they can improve what they're working on. But like I said, just networking in general. So, so pretty much, this would be like um, a social site, like a yeah, social it's gonna, networking site. Right, right. It's going to be up. It's going to be a social site um, strictly for business. Um, you know, purposes. And like I said, it's to, uh, you know, network as well. Um, and it, it's, it's still more like a family, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, you know, um, everyone, you know, on there, like I said, you can communicate with people, you can DM people. Um, I know like uh, B, he's recently dropped an investment opportunity um, in there. So it's going to be like plenty, it's plenty of resources, you know what I'm saying, to help, uh, you know, not only build yourself up, but build your business and various other skills. Okay, so what? Um, I gotta ask all this. So, what made y'all even want to start this? Like, how did this even come about? Uh, so this came about, I say, be what like a couple, maybe yeah, a couple years ago. 2019, like, 20, yeah, like yeah, like 20, late twenty nineteen, yeah, late 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 twenty nineteen. Um, and I was talking to B, and like this was like before you know all of the score groups and stuff, and I was like, man, it need to be like a centralized place where you know, like basically you could take out the fluff of Twitter or any other social media websites and people can come like one place uh to to get you know like i said this type of information um you know to talk with other business savvy people so that's that's really where it came from um in terms of the idea you know to like i said put everything in one centralized location also you know we looked at it from a sense of we want to create our own platform so we regulate you know the content i mean like right now you know you could put up a controversial tweet on twitter and they'll suspend your account for a week. You know what I'm saying? That's so, right. like, That's for right. some people who, you know, run their social media strategy solely off of a certain platform, you don't, you know, you don't dictate, um, you know, your access to it in a sense. You know, one, one, you know, we we in an era now where, like, you know, censorship is starting to become a thing. So it's like, hey, if the people, you know, behind the production doesn't like it, then they can, you know, revoke your access for however long they want, whether it's temporary. Or you know it's permanent, you know what I'm saying. So um, we also look at it from that aspect that it needs to be 
um, uh, its own individual platform um, away from, like I said, just the, the popular social media websites. Uh-huh. Mm, okay, I, I, I love it, man. Like you, but like, like you said, right now, we got a point where y'all seen what's going on with people. They're kicking people off these social sites. So it's for y'all to create something. That's dope. So for somebody that wants to um, create an account, like how would that go about? How much would it, uh, so you said it's uh, pretty much like a, like a private membership. Like how much will it cost? Yep. So the membership is uh, 30 a month right now, $30 per month. Um, and you would go to www.200-k.com. Um, and then there would be a, a sign up or it would be a membership portal where you will go to to join. Um, and like I said, it's a social site. So you're going to create a, you know, you can create a profile, create a bio, you know, put your picture on there if you choose, you know, put the type of businesses you're into, your hobbies, things like that. Like that's all that is, you know, kitted onto the site. Um, but yeah, it'd be a 30 per month right now, like I said. Uh, so like I said, we're just uh, right now, we're looking to, you know, continue to build the membership up. Um, you know, while, like I said, providing that quality content where people can use to take um, you know, action. So I wanted to actually action because like going into the platform side of things, like that's really major to do something on that level. Like, you know, not every, literally not everybody can say like, oh, I literally have my own platform where you can come and, you know, this is a site where I have control over it. So do you mind going into like, what did that process even look like to do something on this scale? Yeah, so uh, to do something on this scale, it's like a lot of back-end work. So typically, like when people think about, okay, I'm going to just create a website or like a landing page, you know, I just simply make like a WordPress, blah, blah, blah. Um, but in this sense, it's more than just the website part. So, you know, we had to find, um, you know, someone to host a server. Um, and then, like I said, with just the moving pieces of the website, it's more than just, like I said, just a simple website, you know, click a button here, you know, the, the data has to constantly be updated, um, you know, updates to the website are made every day. Uh, when you talk about like backup to the website, you know, that's got to be done every day uh, just to make sure like, you know, something would happen that the information is still there. Uh, so um, in terms of how I set it up, I would say like it's, it definitely takes, you know, uh, a heavy um, information technology integration to, to make it happen. But, you know, like I said, with the right IT folks, um, it's possible. But definitely, you know, if you can, like I said, you know, getting it on, you know, your individual server, um, I think that's a big part of it um, in terms of, uh, you know, making it a success. Like I said, versus having it hosted somewhere else um, where, like I said, you may not have as much control. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, hey, this this um, like it's ain't especially B. Every time you come on here, it's like B got something new for the people that he uh that he releasing for the people <laughs> to, to to help every single time. So this this is um yeah this major this major I think. So when when I got the, I I'll, I'll just say I probably got one more thing I'm gonna do for the year of week. Oh yeah, just let me know. Hey, <laughs> you already know. Let me know. You let me damn. <laughs> let me know. Hey, B, B got his own cryptocurrency on the way. Right. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if I seen the military coin or something. Yeah, like that. military coin. That wouldn't shock me at all. I ain't even I'm not even gonna lie. So uh when uh is the release when's the release date for this? Yep, so uh we actually just released uh this week. Um okay. and 
uh, like I said, uh, you know, we wanted to uh, really start, you know, marketing out. Um, we got a couple promo videos going to be dropping and things like that. Uh, but I think most importantly, uh, this site is important at a time right now because there's so much um, economic uncertainty. And I feel like, you know, people are scrambling or a lot of people are experiencing, you know, FOMO, fear of missing out. And it's like nobody That's really right. coming with like their own strategy. Like everybody just jumping from, you know, thing to thing. One day yeah. it's this, the next day it's, it's another thing. Yeah. Um, Can I add to that? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, I think 200K right now is especially important because there's a lot of people making a lot of money right now, even with like the value of the dollar going down. And a lot of people who, you know, come into money real fast, they don't necessarily know how to manage it or they don't know how to invest it or, you know, they, you know, they just, they out here. Um, And so 200K aimed at showing people how to, save that money, how to invest that money, um, but provide resources to also not just educate, but to give you opportunities. Um, and I think that was a major part of it, why like, why we started it, um, because we wanted to give opportunities to people um, who were focused on um, growing their generational wealth or, you know, whatever, their financial literacy. Um, a lot of people know Josh. He's Josh is one of the greatest stock traders I've ever met. I've literally invested money in Josh. Or not invested money in Josh, but I let Josh trade for me. <laughs> um he is one of the best stock traders there is. Um and I'm pretty good at real estate. And those are two of the um biggest industries right now that are that a lot of people are uh using to make money um and so like i said 200k came at a perfect time for to capitalize and help people um capitalize on debt mm. and this is um this is a side note like what b was just talking about how it's a lot of people making money right now i started thinking because this is a conversation i had with my mother and uh my mother well, i ain't gonna say her age but my me and my mom we was talking and um <laughs> We just we was just talking about what's going on and stuff like that. And she was like, Man, I ain't never seen, I ain't never seen this many people have this much money before. She's like, it seemed like everybody got money these days with the with the stimulus, the PP loans, the uh people investing into stocks. She was like, It's it's crazy. Like, I ain't never seen nothing like this in my life. And I cause I thought it was just me. I was thinking, I'm like, man, it seemed like everybody either maybe it's just an illusion, but it seemed like everybody getting access to money now. That's what I, that's that's what it seemed like to me. So, so I had that conversation with my mother, and she thought the same thing. She was like, she never seen it in all her years of living. I'm like, man, what's really like, what's really going on? Is this is this like a setup or something? It's saying hey, that that fed, that fed printer been busy. That fed printer, that fed printer been busy. Man, I feel like it's like a setup. It's like a setup on the rise or something like that. Or or what, what y'all think about that? I, I want to go ahead, Josh. No, I was gonna say I. I wouldn't call it a setup. I think it's more so just um, uh, uh, it's like an evolution thing. So it's kind of like a rotation, um, and you know, not only just from generation to generation being handed down, but um, also just the type of investment vehicles that are available. You know, so of course, you know, everyone like you know the cryptocurrency. I mean, it's been off for years, but I mean, it's, it's still relatively early. But you know, of course, over time, more people are you know gaining awareness. 
Um, like you say, like just even stocks, you know, I mean, just, you know, four or five years ago, like people weren't talking about stocks like that. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's, I think a lot of it is, is the awareness part of it um, that people will realize that, okay, that, you know, a savings account, that, that's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like this, there's no, you know, people like, damn, I'm, I'm getting, you know, two cents off of saving, you know, a thousand dollars or, you know, you know, two, three thousand dollars. They're like, all right, it gotta be a better way to grow my money. So um that combined with you know just the information that's available out here i know you know you say that a lot uh x about how you know we on you know the internet you know you can do a google and find out a lot of information about different opportunities you know what i'm saying so uh people i mean i and just outside investment vehicles like just different you know trades and just like i said just different ways that you can make money in general you know what i'm saying whether it's an investment or you know maybe it might be a, a more active type of income but you know, you can definitely, uh, it could be a lucrative opportunity, you know, either way. Mm. What, what, what you think, D? I mean, not uh, B, I know you was, uh, you wanted to say something. I, I kind of, I agree with Josh, but like you said, it does kind of feel like a setup. And me, if you know me, I'm very skeptical of um, crypto and right nfts and all this mm -hmm. <laughs> i know it, it feels like i don't know you know the too good to be true thing yeah 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 um but i definitely like like josh said it's definitely the awareness part uh we have a lot more access to information than previous generations and previous years and even with social media um it just spreads a lot faster and that's also, I mean, to me, that could be part of the setup. Like, if yeah, they, like, they go, they gonna give you everything, you know, they can just take it away too. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think like most of it is like people growing aware of um, investment opportunities and taking advantage, which is a good thing, um, as long as you're, you know, you're doing it the right way and uh, learning. And not just uh, throwing darts in the dark. <laughs> right. No, seriously. Because I mean, like, back to that social media part, you know, depending on, like, who you follow, you could be getting misinformation. You mm. know what I'm saying? So, yep. I mean, we, we see it every day. Like, now, I mean, you know, people starting to, you know, the people starting to get exposed, you know, yeah. or, like, you know, to spread the wrong information or, you know, things like that. So, like you said, the, it's, it's two sides to everything, you know it's what I'm saying? So, the, I mean, like, just outside of information, like, you know, just shit, uh, with the DMX situation, like, the day before he really passed, they was saying, like, you know, he was already out of here. Already you know? out. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, that joint applied to, you know, information across, you know, all different subject matters, not just, you know, anything, you know, mm -hmm. financial related. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right about that. And even on, with hot, hot, um, fields like cryptocurrency like you know it's going well right now but i know for a fact the downtime is going to come just like it came before i don't know if it might be as drastic but i'm just saying is there's a lot of people i know a lot of people investing because how i treat it if i invest something i'm willing to lose it. i'm willing as crazy as it sounds i'm willing for it to go to zero that's the risk i'm willing to take but i know a lot of people it'll kill them if it went down that low so it's like and i yeah. see people investing a whole lot of money thinking it's just always going to keep climbing and it's going to be a down point. Like being yeah. in it for a while, I didn't see any down points where it wasn't pretty. 
And I've seen people lose a lot of money and like going like going crazy. Like you could look, you could Google the stories about the people that went crazy when they was doing that shit. So just to say it's, what, it's what, the what? same thing. Same yeah. thing as the stock market. Like when yeah. the market crashed at 08, like people were committing suicide and the real estate market crashed, people were losing all this money. It's it's the same thing, except uh, like you said, like we said earlier, there's a lot more access to the information. So there's a lot. You, it's more in our face. So back in 2008, there we weren't getting on Twitter looking at the market crash and exactly and all this stuff. We can literally get on our phones right now and look and see in real time what the market is doing. And so with that, like, with the I mean, if if it crash, people gonna a lot of people gonna be sick. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if y'all heard about that recent story about the uh, guy Bill Hawain, um, who had you know he lost twenty billion in two days, um, where he had like some leverage uh, investment products, and no, China, that. and you know what I'm saying it's just another twenty you know, billion in two days. Yeah, twenty billion in two days. If I, so. if I lose <laughs> a billion in two days, I'm jumping off somebody's cliff. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> Yeah, our Chagos <laughs> Capital. Yeah, that's what he ran. And basically, he was buying a lot of uh, stocks and stuff through, like, different type of derivative. You know, so one derivative, you know, that's popular mm-hmm. right now, like options. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he was using derivatives, and <clears throat> but they pulled the plug, and yeah, he lot of it. Lost $20 billion. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but you... Go ahead, D. I was going to say, I got a question, like, so, like, just being honest with the listeners, like, given today's climate and everything that's going on, do you honestly think people should be investing in real estate and stocks right now? Damn. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I I would definitely say absolutely. Um, You know, like, for stocks, um, what what people kind of fail to realize is that the stock market the it, it it rotates it's cyclical so you know the same stocks that may have been hitting in april of you know 20 may not be hitting in april of 21 but that just comes with um you know keeping up with the uh economy and just like if you really it's it's just it's key uh reports um that come out um that if you keep up with they really kind of tell sana how the economy going and you know what direction it's headed in. So as far as stocks go, um, I would say that you know people have to be able to adapt and adjust to the economic conditions. So I know like the the uh over-the-counter plays and like you know the small caps, um, they aren't doing so well. They, they you know they were hot, you know, several months ago, but they're not so hot right now. But people are not able to adjust and adapt. So, you know, if you're still trading and you're still investing in the same stocks, then naturally the stock market will go up and down. But, you know, if you adjust, then maybe you can keep that upward, upward trajectory going. Um, so I, that's how I feel about stocks. And, you know, I know B, he can speak a lot to real estate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know a lot of people have been saying down about, like, you know, waiting for the dip, B. Uh, that's been like the big thing lately. Like, oh, wait for it to go down. It's like, no deal. I mean, yeah, like there, it's a deal, but I think people got to realize, like, you're not the only person investing, and nine times out of ten, you're not the person with the most money. So, 
Um, literally what I've been telling people like who asked me, oh, should I wait till the market go down or the house values go down? No, because what's going to happen is uh, right now America has a shit ton of foreign investors. Um, these folks are like, these are people who have billions of dollars. They build skyscrapers and buy um, mall strips and all this crap. And they're investors like they're they they're smart they know when to adjust and so they're now looking at single family houses and so now what's going to happen is you're going to try to wait until the price go down they're going to go they're going to wait until the price go down as well but they got way more money so they're going to they're going to bring their price right back up and then now because they're using cash and you're using the loan those interest rates are going to add more to what you gotta pay, and you're not gonna win. Like you just, you're not gonna beat somebody with billions of dollars. And uh, even recently, so I sold uh, 170 of my properties. Um, not trying to time the market, but I know we're at a very, it's a seller's market. We're at a very good point where you can get top dollar for your properties. Um, and my strategy is simply to use that cash to buy once, uh, they start doing evictions. So I already have a strategy in place uh, waiting because I have the cash sitting. Um, I'm not in the process of trying to build capital at this point. Um, and so that's what, and it's the same thing with like stocks. Um, I think the only difference between real estate and stocks is with stocks, there's always something that's doing good for something that's doing bad. Like mm -hmm. there's a sector that's doing bad. There's always a sector doing good. Kind of the same thing with real estate, but it's a lot, the prices are a lot different. So it's something like single family doing bad, industrial might be doing good, but industrial is a lot more money. It's a lot more things that go into it. Uh, but with stocks, like you can go within the same, and even with the stocks, like you can buy a fraction of the shares so you can spend the same amount of money. Uh, but you just got to, with stocks, you got to find out what sectors are doing good and switch, like be, like Josh said, be able to adjust and adapt because those same sectors aren't going to do good forever. Um, big tech was really big last year. Even mm -hmm. it's still doing kind of good now. Um, but I've adjusted my portfolio to REITs because a lot of REITs and home builder because um, – Real estate is hot right now. Like the market is booming. Mm -hmm. Lumber, the price of lumber is the highest it's probably ever been. Um, and it's not like they're still recovering from COVID. So you still have the room to grow from let the you know the 52 week high or whatever. Um, and this is this is how you gotta maneuver. You gotta watch a lot of people. I don't do technical trade. I don't I don't watch charts, I don't read. Uh, S1s, all this crap. I'm literally looking at what's going on in the world. I'm looking for those companies and I'm investing in those companies um, whether I do short term or uh, long term. Mm -hmm. Wow, so you just touched on a lot, B. So first I want to um, ask, because you said you sold 120, 120 year home. So I'm, first, my first, I got two questions. My first question is how long did that take you to sell that many homes? And my second question was, with it being a seller's market, like I, like this is my opinion on it. I think this is going to last for like another 12 to 18 months. So I want to ask you, my second question was, what's your opinion on that? 
So I actually like as soon as I decided to sell them, I put my uh portfolio together. I sold them on it once. Sold them as a package deal. Okay. Uh, to a hair salon. Oh wow. And to they gave me an answer about four days. Um, took about two weeks. About two weeks to close. Um, and that was done. But like you said, I yeah, I think about we got about another another year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, with the market being the way it is, um, because of like mostly foreign investors, like mm-hmm. it's not this is not going to be your everyday entrepreneur keeping right. this market up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a bunch of foreign investors, and I think they they gonna do it for about another year before it starts to cool down. Mm-hmm. That's I I, th- I think so as well. As far as um, this this is a random question. Did did you reach out to the hedge funds or they find you? The hedge funds? Yeah, they bought your property. Um, so I do consultations for hedge funds. Like I, oh, yeah, yeah. I I'm the person they come to to you know build their portfolios or whatever. Um, and so I just reached out to one of them that I had worked for, and was like, hey, I got this deal. Um, uh, you know. Um, it was probably 60% value, um, because I had gotten so cheap. I could, you know, I still, because of my investment strategy, I get houses, maybe 20, 30% value. Um, and I was still able to offer them probably the best deal that they'll find in like 60, 70%, especially in a market where people are paying, 110% asking. Um, And so it was, it should have been a no-brainer for them. They should have said it as soon as I said it. (laughs) But they looked over it for a couple of days or whatever. It was like, cool. And I ended up getting it off for maybe three times more than what I paid. So like a 300% uh, profit. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Go ahead, D.I.C., you want to say something? I do. So I was going to ask you, B, because you mentioned, like, it's a lot of foreign investors um, coming into the U.S. market right now. And I know a big thing that's been talked about within, like, our Twitter circle is losing a lot of those mom and pop uh, landlords. And they're the ones who are primarily focused on providing affordable housing. So I just want to see what were your thoughts on having these foreign investors come into the market? And what do you think the market is going to look like for renters in the future? Um, I think the market, depending on how long we're looking into the future, I think these next, if, uh, let's see, let's say a company like Zillow, who are now buying houses, rent houses now, they have billions of dollars. That is going to crush affordable housing. Because they get they own everything. They get to they get to do their own prices. Um and I think at some point there will be some kind of policy that don't allow them to go that far. But until then, um big these big eye I buyers, they call them eye buyers because they don't they 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 don't even look at numbers, they just buy shit. <laughs> um but these big eye buyers are gonna come in and cause hell in the market. 
So if you got houses, um, if you if you're not making money anywhere but real estate, you might want to start looking to other avenues to stay in the real estate. Oh, yeah, that's man. Okay, so I want I want I want to touch on this for a second, and this this is going back into the um stock market. So I know a lot of people like the stock market hasn't been as high as it was in 2020, and I know a lot of people they are putting that on um joe biden saying like (laughs) (laughs) i know they putting that directly on him so from y'all opinion y'all perspective why do y'all think it has slowed down do y'all think it is on biden or do y'all think it's other reasons for that josh Um, yeah i would say um i wouldn't necessarily put it directly on him i think it's more so um part of you know what his agenda is um i mean like kind of uh you know be was saying how you know some money is moving is outflowing out of stock somewhat into you know cryptocurrency um so that's another factor um you know with the with the inflation um you know that's being caused with the uh printing of you know all, all this new money that's being printed this year i think they say well like 20 percent of the current, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the money in the in, ro- in, in rotation, uh, in rotation, yeah, this year. in circulation, yeah, circulation yeah. has been um was was printed last year. Uh, so I, it's it's a lot more, a lot of the uh you know the macroeconomic factors, um, and then also like we said, I mean the valuations were high, the valuations were running hot on a lot of companies, um, mm-hmm. you know from last year, um, in terms of, like you know the fundamentals not making sense and, um you know, the price, the book values, things of that nature. Uh, so I would I would attribute it to those type of factors. But just to say it's on, you know, the president, uh, I mean, I think that's kind of a lazy answer. And then also, you got to think, um, if, you like, if you look historically, and I know, like, historical performance isn't indicative of what happened, you know, in the future or any other time. But, um, you know, the markets, you know, they tend to, you know, pull back, uh, you know, in the first few months of a, of a new administration. Um, so I think like all those, you know, cumulative effect um, is why I guess, you know, broadly speaking, you know, the markets went down. But like I said, it's been opportunities, you know, you invested in like, you know, lumber or, uh, you know, certain commodities and like some uh, lithium funds or stocks have gone up, you know, uh, you know, you need those for the uh, electric vehicle batteries. Um, so like I said, just kind of moving away from, you know, the traditional uh, stocks or like the, the you know, the, the box office stocks, I like to call them, you know, the ones that everybody's talking about, just moving away from them and just, you know, identifying different opportunities. Yep, I agree. Um, it's, while it's a fun joke to say that, you know, um, the stock market's crashed because of Biden, but like Josh said, it's a lot more to go into it than just him being president or him not being president, Even just not, not, not saying nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, you know, just, just being around. Um, and with that, you just got to adjust. Like, it's a, it's a cycle. This is not, he could not make any stock go up and down with the wave of one or whatever people seem to think um, happens. It, while some of his policies do affect um, some of the markets or whatever, 
It is not going to affect everything. All you got to do is learn to adjust. Um, so I would be like, let's say when, I think when he first got elected, I made an M1 pie and I had a bunch of renewable energy. Um, and up until maybe his inauguration, they were doing well. Um, if you know Biden, he's big on renewable energy, um, also big on war. Um, and even though he's big on renewable energy, there's so much stuff going on <laughs> in the world right now um, that that sector is getting crushed. Like I have, I have stocks literally down 30, 40% from um, when I purchased because of, you know, things that are going on despite his policies. Um, one of the biggest things right now being um, what's going on in Crimea, Crimea and, um, and in Taiwan. Those are crushing like uh, most of the rare earth metal sectors, uh, renewable energy, and, and it, basically anything dealing with China. <laughs> um, and so I, what I did, I just decided to adjust. I, um, I went light on renewable energy and went heavy into some other sectors. Mm. Go ahead, D. I got a question for Josh, the stock question. I don't think we ever got like an opportunity to discuss it on the podcast, now that I think about it, but not too long ago, we were seeing the crazy theatrics, I would say, with the GameStop and AMC stocks. And I just think that was like, a, like honestly, just crazy. So I just want to get like your thoughts on that whole situation. Do you think something like that is ever going to be possible again for like the smaller investors to do something so big on that scale? So that right there. So I didn't I didn't touch that at all. Um, I didn't touch that situation, those stocks um, during that situation. Like I said, just uh, due to. You know, the crazy volatility in them, the uncertainty. Uh, B, did, I don't think, did you touch those at all either? No. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't touch them. Um, like I said, just based off of what was moving them. So it was simply, you know, like this big group was the uh, Wall Street Bets. Uh, yeah. Um, a lot of people just pumping them. Um, and, you know, it really, it was something like where a lot of, so for as many people who you heard, you know, they made a few bucks off it a lot of people got caught chasing and uh-huh. you know, they got caught chasing, like I said, a fear of missing out or, you know, it might've been the first stock they got into and not knowing that, you know, stocks don't normally move like that. So that's why I stayed away personally, because like I said, I didn't understand why I was moving like that. So I'm like, why am I putting myself out there? And, you know, if I hop in at the wrong moment, you know, granted, it's, you know, it's, too, it's, like, it's like a gamble. You know, so if I hop in the right moment, woohoo, I win. But if I don't, it's like now, you know, I'm down money. And I mean, we see where the stocks currently are. They're, they're down, you know, over 50% from those highs that they saw during that crazy run. So I'm pretty sure I see a lot of people who had to, um, you know, sell for a loss or they're just stuck, you know, holding the stock, you know, praying that it goes back up. But the fundamentals of the company um, don't really – uh, correlate with, you know, right. the movement and the stock at that time. So, hey, that's yeah. There was nothing. There was nothing going on for AMC or GameStop to be worth as much money as they were. Right. Right. Exactly. True. And for people who are listening, like we think about the worth, 
you think about the market capitalization, you know, that's the shares outstanding, how, how much, how, how many shares that, you know, collectively everyone owes, you know, times the, the, the share price. So like you said, like it just didn't, it didn't make sense at the time. Um, you know, it was, it was a very risky play. Uh, you know, some people, like I said, some people were in on that. I mean, you know, it's cool, you know, you throw a couple hundred in, but you know, you're not going to throw thousands at a play like that per se, that has so much uncertainty behind it. Mm. It's like, it's coming out of discipline, you know, like this, this, you know, the discipline um, is what, you know, really, Definitely. yeah, discipline, I think is, is a huge uh, component of, you know, just being a solid investor because opportunities like those actually come more often than pe people think. It's just that, like I said, it's that that um, that Reddit group that it became publicity. so popular. Yeah, like through social media, like you said, the information spread so fast that it got out there. And like I said, you know, AMC and GameStop. I mean, a lot of people know about the businesses, um, you know, for various reasons. But uh, I mean, those opportunities come a lot of times. You know, they come often. But like I said, it's all about sticking to your plan and not wanting to chase something or chase a company mm -hmm. that you really haven't, um, you know, looked into or researched. Mm. And uh, Josh, I want to ask you this because uh, uh, like B said in the beginning, you're one of the most brilliant investors I know when it comes to the stock market. And I know you uh, like I know you're real low key with your wins, but I know since I know you personally, I know that you're killing it killing it with stocks. So I want to ask you when it comes to your strategy, because I know you do a lot of swing trade, like opposed to doing day trade. So I want to ask you, why does do you, do you go that route? Because I know a lot of people, they, day trading is extremely popular right now. Everybody's talking about day trading. But I think I think a lot of people will benefit from your strategy more than what they're doing right now. Uh, yeah. So, you know, the, the swing trading, um, I like it better than day trading uh, simply because you don't have to, so you, you know you got a you got a, a wider time frame for one you know people who get into like day trades or they may do like a, a like a weekly option play where it's like you know something got to shake asap or you know you, you you're losing but i think with a swing trade it gives you a wider time frame um you, you still want to make a good entry but you don't have to be as precise you know to 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 hop in at the right time to really maximize that gain um, and I think, so like I said, you know, with, with swing trading and, and buying shares, um, it's, it's no, it's, t it's really no expiration on it. If we just, you know, theoretically speaking, there's no expiration. So, you know, if something didn't go right for some reason, you know, you can hold that extra week or two, you know, you don't have that expiration date like you do with, um, with options or, you know, you know, other type of derivatives that people are using. So I, I, I feel like that's. And, more, and most importantly, like, that's what fits me best. So I'm not worried about what everyone else is doing. That's what I feel fits me best. So that's why, you know, I, I, I like to, you know, stick to that strategy. Cool, cool. And for uh, everybody that's listening, because every every damn day somebody DM me, hey, bro, teach me. I'm like, bro, I'm not no damn stock teacher, bro. I'm like, if you don't learn <laughs> stocks, go to marketviewsconsultant.com. I tell them that all, this, all the time. So for y'all listening, y'all want to learn stocks, go to Josh and uh, my guy Justin website, marketviewsconsultant.com. And they're going to yeah, help you go out. There, like you say you can go there to talk about your portfolio. Like you said, you just want, you know, some general – not, uh, not general stock knowledge, but if you want, you know, more so up to date and weekly stock information, you know, exactly 200-k.com. Like, nothing, not only stocks, but you know, real estate, you know, entrepreneurship, personal finance, 
Um, you know, we got a couple of guys on there already, you know, posting real estate deals on there as well. So um, it's a plethora of information to be had, you know, on our platform. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say something? Yeah, I would say uh, for 200K, is it really just like community driven? Like the people in there are just posting the content and, you know, just sharing different tips here and there? Or do you guys have like group leaders who kind of guide the conversations within each realm? Yeah. So right. Yeah. Right now, like we, you know, we lead the conversation. Um, like I said, you know, people can, you know, pitch in. Um, I know like when we posted, I know B posted some stock play. Uh, he posted some stock picks and then a guy, um, he has some some real estate questions, things like that. So, yeah, we, we drive it uh, right now. Um, I think at some point, you know, we will build out and maybe, you know, add moderators. But right now, you know, we're driving it. Um, and I think that's, you know, better to have that organic conversation um you know versus you know feeling like gimmicky or you know i say it's, it's our platform so that's that's what we're there for to drive it and to get the information out um but there's also like i said there's also been you know other um you know members who have maybe experienced you know similar stuff to us that you know have their own unique input on various ex- experiences so i think collectively that's what makes everyone better it's not like all right just listen to josh or brandon it's like okay you know, hey, this is what, you know, Josh or Brandon is looking at, boom, boom, boom. And then you can, you know, you kind of expand the conversation from there and, you know, you find more solutions that way. Is, is there, uh, oh, my bad. I was going to say, like, is there a criteria for um, joining in or can you just be someone started from ground zero just looking to get started? Yeah, there's no no criteria, no criteria. I know some people, like, was asked about the 200K part. Um, that was just simply a number that yeah, you don't need like you don't you don't need like two hundred thousand to join, you know, you don't gotta make two hundred thousand to join. No, it's 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 all inclusive. Uh, it's, it's all inclusive. Like I say it's no um, you know, no criteria. Like I said, we just ask you know, everybody be respectful of everybody on the site. because uh, like I said, we're there for a positive reason. So um, but yeah, outside that, yeah, anyone can join from beginners to like I said, people looking to possibly, you know, post deals. Um, if you're looking at JV, possibly with people on a deal, things like that, um, the, the possibilities are endless. Is a uh, app something that's that's in the future? Uh, potentially. So right now, um, if you have an iOS, iPhone, um, you can download the Circles Community app and you can log in through there. Um, but yeah, in terms of like our own app, uh, that is something um, that we will consider in the future. Um, but right now, like I say, you can just you know use the internet browser or if you have an iOS you can download Circles Communities app and then log in with your 200K um, uh, information um, and then, or your credentials, and then uh, you can, you know, use the Circles app. Mm, okay, okay. And uh, y'all said this was, this came about in 2019, correct? Yeah, yeah, it was 2019. Um, like I said, we we went through a phase, like we were looking for someone who could handle the technical aspect of it. Um, like I said, just because it wasn't just, you know, your, your regular website. Um, but, you know, we're lucky to, uh, you know, find someone, you know, um, Chuck, who could, um, you know, get it, you know, right. Or, you know, get right. it to, up to the, the, the specifications that we were looking for. Right. I brought that up because um, I know some people will hear this and they're familiar with B and they know B's from Memphis. And uh, Josh, you from the DMV area. So they might say, so how they come together to even do this? You know what I mean? So y'all might go just going on to that part, like how y'all even collaborated oh. or connected to begin with. 
All right. I don't know how me and Josh are following each other on Twitter, but it was probably like 20, late 2018. But Josh got the uh, nickname Josh Al because <laughs> we were talking about real estate one day. And Josh was like, what the fuck is an AVE? Like, he thought it was an acronym <laughs> instead of, we were literally talking about an alphabet. <laughs> hey, cause no, cause they, they were so this they were talking about hotel at the time. <clears throat> so you know, you know, yeah, you, you got ARV. You know, I'm, right, like, right. I'm like, so at the time, like I said, I, I was I was relatively new, so I'm like, you know, I'm I'm in that mindset, like, man, I'm, I'm gonna try to figure this shit out on my own. Right, so I'm trying to, trying to learn shit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm trying to you know feel. I'm trying to you know what I'm saying match up the words to the to the letters like EVE. <laughs> I'm like, what do AVE mean? And I think uh, Madu was like, it literally means what I put Avenue. I was like, <laughs> they just started going on me. You know, so I, I got, you know, I got a joke in, you know, personality. You know, I can give jokes out too. So I was like, oh, like I was like, there was a situation where like, damn, I was just thinking too hard. Where like, it was just literally right there in front of me. I never. Yeah. Really- so yeah. it came from it came from us laughing and joking about that, and then me and Josh started talking about real estate and stocks. Um, and I think this was shortly after I did um, a podcast feature on corporate coke and smack. Yeah, uh, we were like, we need to get something together to uh, educate people and get them resources or whatever. And we started working on it. We met up in was this before we met up in Houston or after? I think it might have been like slightly after. Yeah, that was the first time we met face to face in uh what, okay. March nineteenth. No, because we had we had two hundred K shirts in Houston. If I'm not mistaken, it might have been right before. Okay. So yeah, but anyway, we <laughs> we met up in Houston. You know, um, I like to feel people out. It was, you know, mm-hmm. Josh is a good guy. Josh mm-hmm. cool people, um, and we just decided to go for it. Um, so. Josh probably don't want to see it, but I'm going to see it. When we first started trying to make these websites, we hired a young lady in Texas. And she tried her best, she, but she did not know what she was doing. And so it, it kind of fizzled out for a minute. Um, and then we just decided to, like, find somebody else to bring it back. And uh, we got with some people who were doing work for other people on Twitter. Uh, reached out to him and tried to bring brought him back to life. You had to, we had to resuscitate that thing. Yeah, we, we had to <laughs> we had to resuscitate that thing either way. Get the but, right get the right person, which is big. That's, that's what it takes sometimes. You know, that's, that's what it takes. You know, I don't know, man. Finding the yeah, right we, person. Yeah, like I said we we ain't want to die on an idea. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, it's a great idea. Um, and you know it can like I said. It's, it's fit for you know a wide range of people, you know what I'm saying. So uh-huh. that's how I was like, bro, we gotta get this back going, you know what I'm saying. Regardless of you know what groups out there right now, like you know we got a special group, um, and it's, it's unique, you know what I'm saying. In the sense, like I said, a wide range of you know financial topics and aspects. So mm, okay. yeah, man, we had to get it back going. So I, I uh, this question I got for y'all. Cause I like doing scenarios, and I'm t- I'm just give y'all a question that people always, I don't and I don't like when people DM me this, so I'm like I'm, a, <laughs> and so it's kind of fucked up. I'm about to ask y'all the question, <laughs> but so 
because people always say stuff like this. They say, okay, if I got five, ten thousand, let's say, let's say somebody got ten thousand dollars right now. I got a stock person, I got a real estate person on here. Like, which first of all, which field would y'all take that money and go into right now? And what specifically would y'all do with it? So you could you could uh so you could use that money, I would say you could probably put like 8K, like 8,000 stocks. And then maybe like if you want to start like a wholesale operation, um, you know, you could you could diversify in that manner. Um, or, you know, you could, you know, just go right now um, in the stock market. I know a lot of stuff is bleeding right now or, you know, down big. So, you know, um, you could try to, you know, look to, to an opportunity to, buy something that's down or like I said, you can look into, you know, an industry, um, you know, that's looking to, that's, that has a lot of momentum behind it that you could, um, you know, invest to invest with that's, you know, looking to move up, you know, over the the next year or so. Um, but I mean, that, that's a, you know, that's an open-ended question. Cause like I say, like, you can ask yourself, okay, how fast do I, you know, what would you do, Josh? Want the money to grow? So what would I do? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So what would I <laughs> right, do? That's what that's what people want to know. Okay. What all right, would Josh do? Yeah, yeah. What would Josh do? So I'm going, I'm so, going, I'll go ahead and take care of stock. I'll go ahead and take care of stock. Hey, nah, 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 actually, no, nah, so actually, um, I'm actually right now working on like uh, wholesaling. So now I, I would say that's why I said now I would say eight thousand stocks. Um, then put like two thousand to the side. Uh, start a wholesale operation. You know, get some get some good marketing going. Um, right now, in, in terms of stocks, I will put it. Um, I will put it in one of the EVs. Honestly, I'll put it in one of the EVs. Um, like I said, it's eight thousand for that amount. I will put it in one of the EVs. Um, and it could be you know like a a one to two year play. Yeah. You know, so like hypothetically speaking, but yeah, that's what I would do. I'm not going to lie. With my experience and um, my level of knowledge of the markets, I'm going all in on stocks. Okay. I'm going all in. There you go. I I know with 10K, I'm a pretty good swing trader. I could probably double that in two to three months. Swing trading. Mm. Real estate is a little slower, even though like we're wholesaling, um, like it's low low barrier entry, and the returns are good. Like you you can make a shit ton of money in wholesaling. It's it's labor intensive. Mm. I, I don't I don't I'm not I don't want to work right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I respect it. And the, the the reason I don't really like that question is because typically when you ask at like how I would answer it, I'm like, I'm a, me personally, I would invest into something that probably wouldn't really pay off for like another five years. Yeah, you want to, you go on 10K in crypto. We already know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, like, if, if I, if it was either, I, I would probably, to be honest, I'll probably do it in some, uh, some AI companies on the stock market or go into crypto. But mm-hmm. when I, if I give somebody that answer, right, they're going to say, Oh man, they because they be want something that's gonna be like, what can I invest? It pay off six months. Or right. I'm like, bro, if you invested, I'm talking about like five years down the line. But people don't be having the patience to like, uh, Josh. I know Josh always say patience. P A Y. 
You know what I'm saying? So I think people don't, oh, for whatever reason, they be on that quick ass flip when it's like, bro, them quick flips, they happen a lot of times, but that for most people, especially when you knew, that's like hitting a goddamn shooting, goddamn star, seeing the shooting stars. Right. You know what I'm saying? It ain't really gonna happen. But me personally, yeah, that's what I do. I probably buy, I probably buy about four or five, pretty much four Ethereum, wait five years, and I'll be up some bread. Man. That's what I would do. <laughs> I got a question. Crypto Deanna, huh? Deanna, how many uh, mobile homes would you buy? Ooh, 10k. <laughs> I don't even lie. I don't even like mobile homes anymore. But with 10k, I could probably get like maybe three to five off, depending on the market. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. How would you make your money? How would I make them? I'm a wholesaler. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy them, buy them off of you because you can get mobile homes for at least like between one to two k. Get them, then I'm gonna just start marketing them on Facebook. Find the other investors who want to get in. I'm gonna just flip them, double it, and I'd be up 20k. But I'd be up 20k before you say. So. Yeah, yeah, you would. You would. <laughs> you would be away before. Cause um, next time I come on here, I'm interviewing y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got it. <laughs> that you, but you're right about that mobile home, bro. You would be up, man. To be honest, of the people that low key, you just gave them a gym. I think mobile home might be the fastest. I could be wrong. I don't want to say it, but that might be the fast. Like that's a fast way to put some money. I, I know from from, from mobile home is a really good niche. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. If you know what you're doing, you can flip some money like that. Like it's because it's so cheap and there's so many people that want to buy. So it's easy to find buyers for real. All you gotta right. do is find a good park owner that's willing to work with you. Mm-hmm. I will so say- look about that. Uh, 2008 market crash when people couldn't afford their home. There, there were. Three places they went: mobile homes, apartment buildings, storage facilities. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Mm. Storage facilities. Yeah. Storage facilities. Yeah. Mm, I know somebody that's that's buying a storage facility. I think I do. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, but the, no, that's um. I think either way, it's a it's a lot of things you can do. I think you just got to be um. Creative. Yeah, you just got to be creative because honestly, 10000 is not a whole lot of money. So when you're dealing with something like that, you just got to be like real, real creative. You know what I'm saying? And if you, uh-huh. you got to know yourself, if you patience, you, you patient, you, you can go the patient route. If you just somebody that's like, man, F that, I need to flip this quick. There's different routes you can go for real. It's, a, it's all about being creative that's for the, real. Yep, that's the thing. The more creative you can get in real estate, the more you'll make money. Mm, mm. So, like, expound on because I know people probably will hear that and maybe like, hmm, what do you mean by that? So, real estate is basically you're, you're helping people. And sometimes these problems that they have are a little more complex. So, the more you can find or be solution-oriented, the more, the more opportunities open up for you, the more money you can make, the more you help people, the bigger you become. Damn. Damn, that's real right there. That's real right there. Because it's you got somebody, either somebody buying or they selling, you got to be somebody that could help them facilitate that. Right. Yeah, so that, that makes a lot of sense. So, man, so uh, well, I had another question for y'all. I'm trying to think of, remember what it was. Can I ask a question? So um, what I love about 200K Club the most, though, is like to see two people in y'all position who don't accomplish great things like y'all doing something that's really community driven especially when we live 
in a climate where it seems like everybody is divided. So I think it's important to be doing things to bond people together, you know, despite what your background is, just because that's who we are as people. I think that's what it's all about. So for y'all, like what drives y'all, what's the motivation behind doing something like this, like providing a platform to build this community? Simply helping people. I mean, you know, you, that's really like the foundation of life. You know, it's, 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 it's not good for humanity to be selfish. And I've always been someone who's been big on helping people. So it's like, if I can help them, you know, in this way, uh, you know, to educate them and just, you know, financial literacy, there's been a passion of mine anyway, um, for a while. It's like just seeing like growing up in Baltimore and just seeing how people don't just know the basics, even like before we talk about, you know, stocks, real estate, and more advanced strategies, just, you know, how to properly save money, how to, you know, make a budget, you know, just doing the, the, the starter things, you know, so like you can't even check off this, you know, the starter kit, uh, then you're not going to be able to move up to, you know, like I said, other type of investment vehicles. So like I said, it really just go back to just having a passion for it. And like I said, just being there to help people in our community who don't know where to start or people who started and, and you know, they just may need other ideas on how to expand the ideas that they already have. So it's, it's various things, but I mean, that's, you know, what it come down to it for me. My reason is a little less noble. <laughs> uh, no, I, I get a kick out of helping people um, and being appreciated. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I don't. Um, it makes me feel good. Um, so I help as many people as I can. Also, I do a lot of stuff out of boredom. Um, and so when I get bored and I can help people and not be bored, it's a win-win. <laughs> Actually, I was going to throw something out there, especially hitting on what Josh said, like, um, you know, like being financially literate and want to teach other people that, like, coming from my background, growing up, really not having nothing. Like, I don't know if, like, y'all feel the same way, but once you start to learn these things, it's like a switch goes off in your head. And people may not like LLC Twitter or Wealth Twitter or whatever it is, but that's not information I feel like you could keep to yourself, especially when you see your people out there struggling and needing information like that. Like, for me personally, I feel like, you know, we got to say it. Like, we owe it to the people out there, especially like the next generation, to be sharing this information to make it hard to make it easier on the next person coming up. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that, and I, I always get a kick out of, like the, the the word or term LC Twitter because <laughs> like I feel like somebody made that one day probably because like somebody was talking about them or they were just kind of jealous of someone's accomplishment, but really LLC Twitter or whatever you want to call it, you know, those are people who are like I said, opening up. Um, or making aware of, you know, various opportunities out here for, you know, people to, like I said, step out of the traditional methods and, you know, do better for themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That, that's, that's very true. I think you was about to say something. I was going to say half a LLC Twitter ain't even got an LLC. Oh, man. Hilarious. But, damn, what else you think we all be? But I, yeah, mo uh, it seems like most most people these days they um strictly like investors. And I think a lot of people they don't know how to decipher between the two. They think just because you invested, you're a business owner. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. A lot of people, a lot of people don't know the difference. So you be exactly. like, <laughs> so that's why they. I think that's why they bunch everybody 
Like if you talk about That is exactly why I said half the LLC Twitter ain't got an LLC. They right. Most of them are investors. They're not business owners. That's it's the difference. Yeah, it's 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 the difference. But and I think what y'all think about this? I think like I've been thinking this for a minute. I think people are coming to the realization, especially with probably the next five years. I think most people will come to the realization, but that they truly don't want to own the business. They're gonna like I think I think we talked about this. When you was on here, B, it might not have been you, but we talked about um, I think people are gonna see how much work it is, how much, how how much discipline you gotta have, how much consistent you gotta be. I think they're gonna realize it's much easier to spend money into something and not doing nothing at all. Like, cause this agree. <laughs> I'm look, so another one of the reasons why I took a lot of money out of the stock market um was because I've been going heavy into um, private equity and venture capital. That way I'm not doing anything. I'm writing a check and waiting. And so when people like they're posting out these like Nas just made a hundred million dollars or mm-hmm. however much it was, like that is what I've been working towards. I'm I'm done working. Real estate is work. Stock researching stocks is work. Mm-hmm. I just wanna oh this is good business. I got some money. You need some money. Let's make this work. Go. That's definitely my goal. That's that me and me and Tay. We went out this past weekend. And we was both was talking about that. Like, man, I just want to cut checks and let the business grow. So after real estate and stocks, I'm not gonna say die down, but after people realize like it's a lot of work, or even like once these taxes start hitting their ass. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to start looking into other avenues, and I think private equity is going to be uh, a big area where people start to migrate to, especially since uh, the SEC and Biden are loosening the regulations on um, how much you can invest as an unaccredited investor and making it easier for you to become an accredited investor. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be that's that's going to be major for a lot of people if they take advantage. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you had you had something, D? Okay, so yeah. So I just had I, I this was a uh, random question I want to ask y'all because I I had this question this past weekend. It was somebody's um we was talking. I don't remember what we were talking about, but he was saying how he was saying how he had like X amount in his bank account. It was like this random dude and stuff like that, and he didn't know he didn't know that banks only insure up to like two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. So we so we having the comment. Go ahead, B. I see you want to say something. I hope he didn't find out the hard way. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. I, I don't think he did. But when we when we was having the conversation, he was looking at me like, "What?" Like I'm like, "Bro, you know, like, because he was saying like bragging about how much money he had in his bank." I'm like, "Bro, after a certain point, it's not insuring no more, so it ain't no really, and it ain't like you gonna get gains on that bread anyway." So it's right. not it's not really no point unless you like waiting on some kind of opportunity or something. But there's really no point in you having all that in there. So for but I think a lot of people like having that conversation made me realize like I think a lot of people don't know this. Cause I even talked to some people back home that's doing whatever they're doing and they be having X. I'll be like, I thought this was like the shit I'll be thinking is common. I'm realizing ain't that common to most people. So I'm like, uh maybe I need to talk about this on the on the show for real, that it ain't. It ain't the wisest thing to do to have a shit ton of money in your bank account. Have you, um, be how I, I know you just said, I hope he ain't learned the hard way. Have you experienced, have you seen somebody that did learn the hard way? 
Because I've never um, personally learned any, heard any stories of people losing no, money. I haven't heard any stories about people losing money, but I know what could happen. Right. Um, if anything was to happen to a bank and you got more than 250, if a bank was to collapse for whatever reason and you got more than 250, you're not getting anything over that 250. The good thing is, like, if you have more than one account, you can split, you know, split it, split it up. But a lot of people, um, who make a lot of money don't, um, I mean, if you, depending on how you make your money, I'll say that they don't understand like the FDIC Mm -hmm. or um, how that insurance works. And so once, I think once you get to a certain level, you need to start looking into stuff like that. Um, Like your interest rates, um, how much, how much money the bank makes off of your money. Like they don't, people don't realize the bank can go for every dollar in your bank account, the bank will go can go to the Fed and borrow $4. So if you got $250,000 in your bank, that's a million dollars for the bank. And they're going to give you 0.01% interest. And so people don't look at stuff like that. People don't look at like if something was to happen, if your bank account got seized, I do know somebody now, now that I think about it. Really? Somebody's bank account got seized. He got $600,000 in the bank account he can't touch. Because uh, of whatever reason. Um, but yeah, so split your money up. Don't don't have all your money in one place. It's not it's not practical. Yes, that's, too many that's, things can go wrong. Hell yeah, way too many things can go wrong. And speaking on the, the the bank part though, like um, I learned this recently from talking to um Josh. Remember Deanna? Josh was talking to us about like how you could pretty much like start your like. I don't want to say start your own bank, but like pretty much like start your own bank. Like he was breaking it down to me. I can't really explain the explain all the details of it because he was way more knowledgeable than me. But he was when he because he he said what you said, yeah, but saying like uh pretty much for each daughter you can loan out, you can get like four. And he was saying like that's why like the goal should be to like eventually get your own bank because you could get you could get so much money and do so much more with it. So that's a whole nother. It's a two. I will. I will tell you. It's a two-year process. You only need about three hundred thousand dollars liquid, and I'm working on it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, this me doing military the bank. <laughs> no, right. I have. I have a lot of problems with banks because of my the businesses that I have are they do a lot of transactions, um, and so. I got with somebody else who y'all are, who y'all know. Um, and we decided to come up with a bank or start a bank um, of our own. Well, credit union, not a bank, credit union. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. And uh, <clears throat> this is another question I got for y'all. And this is probably like one of my final questions. But why do y'all think the, um, the dollar value? is dropping so much, so rapidly. Because they needed to. Um, the dollar, the US dollar is the, mo- the most used one on the global exchange. So if the, the value of the dollar is too high, people are gonna be paying to, other countries are gonna be paying too much for, for import and export. So what, the, um, what Biden and China decided to do was, devalue the dollar so that people could trade 
and countries wouldn't be feel like they're getting gypped out of their money because the dollar is so goddamn high. Um, it makes it for us, for the country, it makes our export import export goods um, cheaper. Um, and for some reason, it still gets marked up. I don't know how that works, but <laughs> um, coming in, it makes it a lot cheaper. You had some, Josh? No, I was gonna say, yeah, it really just based around, like you said, our global trade, um, and you know, like the economical factors that go into that. I mean, I think that's what's kind of driving it right now. Yeah, because it's 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 um it's crazy because the, the 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 value is dropping, but the cost of goods and the cost of other things is going up. I said that wrong. That's yeah, it's because I said it wrong. The value of the dollar dropping makes dropping. everything for yeah, us go up. Go up. Okay. But everything for everybody else a little cheaper. Okay. So yeah. kind of so kind of like trying to be fair, trying to do a fair trade. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because it is um I was I was reading I was reading an article just talking about that, like how uh just how the 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 value is going down and like gas going up, the cost of food is going up. I seen something about how, how much milk has went up like the past year or something like that. Just small, simple right. things that people people might not even recognize when they just living their life on the day to day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, at the end of the day, you gotta invest your money. <laughs> that's the only, that's that's the only that's the uh, that's truly really like the only way you are gonna um, beat this thing or come out come out on top, make it to the other side for real. Yeah, cause now mm -hmm. inflation gonna inflation gonna inflation gonna whip your ass. You gonna whip the savings accounts, this the certificate of deposits is is crushing all that. So. I know like me, you know, I got older family, you know, they like the more conservative investments. And I'm like, you losing money by keeping it in those accounts. You know what I'm saying? Like you losing purchasing power by mm -hmm. keeping it, you know, in savings accounts. And, you know, like I said- Well, before, I was so mad when I found out about a CD. I, uh, <laughs> when I, no, so when I went to the military, I got a $15,000 sign up on this or whatever. And I put 10,000 on the CD. I thought I was gonna come out with like a hundred bands. Nigga, <laughs> hundred bands divided by ten. Yeah, right. <laughs> the same, the same money you like, put in. I think yeah. I had like twelve hundred, and I don't, I don't know how many years it was. But I was Damn. like, man, <laughs> I could have bought a dog or something to make more money. Damn. <laughs> But that's like invest. Like one thing I'm learning, like the older I get, is like investing conservatively is cool. But the older I get, the more I realize that it's really for make. I want to make sure I'm saying this right. It's for old but, people. Yeah, it's really like for older people that already got wealth. For real. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying you already got money. You just trying to you know, what I'm saying preserve your bread that you got and you earn. Right. It's a great vehicle. But from people that's trying to come up, like you're a young person that come from nothing. That's you know what I'm saying? Don't think you gotta you're gonna, be aggressive. You gotta be aggressive. Don't think you're gonna put your money into those vehicles and five years from now you up crazy amount of money. It's not gonna happen. You got you get you got it, man. You gotta be aggressive. And aggressiveness comes with a lot of risk, though. But you gotta be willing. Yep. You gotta be willing. That's why that's why I know Josh, he always say do your due diligence. And that's why that's important. So you can be take on that risk and without. Fucking losing no sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. It's, it's, you gonna have wins and losses. You know what I'm saying. So it ain't going to be like a, you know, a, a, a clear path walk to the top of the mountain. Yeah, you know? so, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what do you, what do you, what do y'all do when when um 
Because when because some dips happen, they be bad. And so what do y'all do when those things happen with y'all investments? Shit, I, I go, I go, listen, I go to gym. <laughs> I go, look, I, it's just, I hey, look, my, your hand's tied at that point, you know, I'm right. in a sense, like the, the money that's already in, your hand's tied, so, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I just, uh, nah, but seriously, um, you know, I, I look to see, so I, I got to make a decision, right, it's like, you know, is do I cut the loss and put it somewhere else where I think it may move to, or do I, you know, either think about doubling down, you know, if you got some reserve cash left, um, so those things you got to consider, uh, but you know, in terms of, like you said, I mean, stuff is falling. I mean, you know, we, we've seen it several times over the past few months, you know, I got mm-hmm. one of the downfalls as well, but you just, like I said, just ride out. My thing is stick to your guns. That's what I say. Don't let a one, don't let like a one, two, maybe even like a week long streak. If that's what you believe in from the beginning, don't let that alter your um perspective on that investment that's what i'll say because yeah. and that kind of go back to like the whole having a plan thing like if you don't got a plan then okay you just out here like all right i don't know what i'm gonna do next but if you had a plan set going into that investment then you know stick to the plan you know what i'm saying like we all had to appreciate the market at the end of the day so yeah you know what i'm saying that's that's yeah that's how i approach it yeah if 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 it depends on where i'm taking the air the stock, I don't. If I'm taking a loss in the stock market, I don't really care. Um, simply because I know what I'm doing. Like Josh said, I'm, I'm sticking to my guns. Um, so if that company not going bankrupt or you know going flat to zero, I, I live. Um, real estate is a bit different, and because I've started to take a lot more L's here recently, <laughs> um, <laughs> with it's, it's stupid stuff like. Um, I had a contract to run off on me with 45 bays. Yeah, um, I see you talk about that. Yeah, so it, it's not gonna it's not gonna break me, but it's the principle. Like, mm-hmm. and I I try not to get mad or you know get emotionally involved in it because I make that money back. But at the same time, you just have to adjust. Like, I think even in life in general, if you know if you don't know how to adapt to certain situations, you're not gonna survive. And I, I take that with me in life and investing. Like, you got to know how to adapt and move on. Mm, that's a gem right there. You, you, but also, if your contract to run off on you, sue the ass. <laughs> <laughs> don't crash out. Sue the ass. Don't. Take, take no, don't crash out. Contractors be contractors. There's a lot of foul contractors out here, man. You, that's, man. You could do a whole episode yeah. on that alone. Contracts need a union or something. They do. You gotta do something. They do. They do because they they got some man. They be they, terrible with money. Wholesalers get a bad rep, but god damn, contractors <laughs> are horrible. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. They you're right. They do need a union. That would be wise for them to come try to come up with some kind of union or something for real. Because they need that shit. They need it badly, man. We yeah, like I said, that could be a whole episode on itself for real. Right. <laughs> yeah, for real. But uh yeah, so before uh, um do y'all got any other things that we ain't get to? I got go ahead, go question. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so in wrapping up, and this could be for all three of y'all, but visualize like a pie chart. And you got four categories that you're putting your money in. So I want y'all to just give me how you would divide it out. So the first one <laughs> being <laughs> the first one being real estate, stocks, cash on hand, and then you choose your fourth category and just get the people like 
pretty much how you would set up your portfolio. Mm. I see you said you said a pie chart. See me right. I'm I'm gonna keep it real. You know I'm I'm super risky. Dude. You know how I am. So <laughs> cash on hand out of hundred, I'd probably say ten to fifteen percent. Right. I'm talking about right now. I'll probably do. Man, I'll probably do fifty percent in crypto. <laughs> what's the what that leave me about six that leave me about 40 percent so i do 20 percent stocks 20 percent real estate no i'll take that back no i'll leave it at that okay. but yeah i'll do i'll do about 40 to 50 percent of crypto right now just just basing it on like a 10 year 10 year uh time frame i would do <laughs> do it gotta be just stocks and real estate Stocks, real estate, cash on hand, and you choose your fourth category. I would probably do 60% stocks, 40, no, 30% real estate, and 10% private equity. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I say, uh, I say, I say 50%. I say 50% stocks. I say 10% real estate, 30% private equity, and 10% cash. Mm. What about uh, I, I like oh, what about you? <laughs> Mine would be 25, 25, 20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, easy, what, what, what's, what's the category about? though? What's the category? <laughs> what's the third category? My my uh, final category would be crypto. Okay. I okay. would definitely do crypto. All right, Xbox and all. Yeah. I could not get into crypto. So I know I these. <laughs> hey, I'm man, bro. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm so I'm I don't know why I'm like this, but I'm like risky as hell, man. And then like, especially after I do a good amount of research and I'm comfortable in it. And I've been winning too, so yeah, I've been in it for four yeah. years. So it's like, I mean. Sticking to I your guns. You, yeah, I'm sticking to keep you grounded. I think that's what it is. Y'all got into it when it made sense. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes sense right now. <laughs> and that's and that's other and I could and I could like I said it, right now. You you right right now. It's so crazy. It's like what the you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I see people on like you know on social media like you know lower your IQ and just you know get in there. <laughs> like don't don't think too much. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like. Don't think- too much, just get in. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you were, you you right? Because I, I know if it was a man, if it wasn't for Deanna, I probably would have no cash on hand, no no diversification, <laughs> no diversification. Killing all me. my money, all my money would probably get if it wasn't for if it wasn't for her. Like, hey, <laughs> relax. But I would just say, like, because when we first got into it, like we talked about it a lot, but we were going to San Francisco, right? To yeah, conferences with a lot of different people and just like i believe in the future of blockchain so it's not necessarily like i would say the different coins and the money being made and all that but i think it's going to be a real integral part of the future once it gets stabilized so i see the so vision in that. do you ever think that uh the, the various coins are gonna like okay if, if if you do at what point do you think the coins are going to replace um you know physical cash Mm. I think it's gonna be a long time. I think that be, if that happens, it'll be a long time. And it, would it be after us? Time. Like it'll be after we go? So we talking, you know, 
70, 80, well, shit, 60, 70, 80 years. I, I would say before we go, I think it's going to be in conjunction with us being right. like gotcha. really normal. But yeah. I think after, it's going to be after us to where it's like no cash. Completely like, no cash. Cashless society, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be a long time from now. But I, like he said, the only reason we into it is just because, I mean, we was lucky enough to be living in Kelly. And just going to these conferences with these major corporations and them talking about how they investing and doing all this stuff, we was just like, shit, we didn't even have much money at the time. We just like, why not take the risk? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, other than that, I mean, I could, I could definitely understand why people would, like, be, wouldn't do it, especially when you, especially, like, once you, you winning and you are, you know what I'm saying, you winning doing what you're doing. It's like... You can take the risk off the yeah, table. That's all I see people on Twitter talking to be like, he taking the L by not investing in crypto. I'm like, what the? F- yeah. He won already. <laughs> it don't matter if he getting the crypto or not. He already won. It, it's exactly. really, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, but that's yeah, that's my that's that's what's my thought on it. But I like the price. Nah, I think I I made that my I think that's my bio on Twitter now. That I'm not I'm not <laughs> trying to attain wealth. I'm trying to maintain. Like yeah. I'm, I'm at a point where yes, sir. I don't I'm not. It don't have to grow a hundred percent in a year. Mm. I'm I'm okay. See, be would you get just one and let it sit, one Bitcoin? <laughs> just let it see and just see what happens. We got, we got. Um, today he so, got to learn exchanges. He got, he got to learn exchanges. He got to learn with you know the coin. He got, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm not, no, so let me, I do have crypto. Okay. Okay. I do have some crypto. <laughs> See, there we go. There we go. See, you're not, you're I'm, not all the way. I'm not going to say uh, how much, but I do have crypto. <laughs> but it, it's not like I would never put as much money into crypto as I would real estate or real stock. estate stocks. Right. And that's that's respectable, man. Like, it's still, at because at the end of the day, this is still, a, like I tell people all the time, it's good right now, but you never know what the hell could happen. This shit could get wiped out at any moment. You'd be like, damn, right. what happened to my bread? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be real. That's why I tell people, like, man, I just because I do it work for me don't mean it work. This shit might go south. It might be down bad tomorrow. Who the hell knows? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think part of the, the you know, um, hesitancy from some people is, like, the deregulation of it. Right. So, like you said, you know, with a bank account, you know, at least you insured up to, you know, a quarter million. But like this, I don't think you're insured at all. Ain't no insurance. So, you know, it's like, you ain't got no health insurance. You break a leg, you on your own. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got to have a lot of protection. But that's why, yeah. at the same time, I tell people, if you're going to do it, you better do a shit ton of research. So you can yeah. be comfortable enough, right? you know what I'm saying, to sleep at night. Because I remember when I first got into it, man, I used to be up all down. Do you know? I used to be up like, man, it's like the Wild Wild West. Oh, nice. That joint 24-7 also, right? 24-7. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, you got people, I wake up, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know, I wake up 7 a.m. and people, you know, the tweets three, four hours ago, like, yeah, you know, look at such and such going. I'm like, hey, y'all, y'all on, you know. 24 yeah. hour surveillance, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, the, the, the stock market, you could you could go to sleep at night, wake up in the morning knowing like, man, I still got the same amount of money I had to the to the market open. Crypto, yeah. you might go to sleep, wake up, you might lost twenty thousand dollars. Who knows? Yeah. So that's <laughs> I said, you gotta make sure you do a, a shit ton of research so you can feel like, okay, I'm I'm comfortable with this. You know what I'm right. saying? That's the only thing that's gonna make you comfortable for real is doing 
a crazy amount of research for real. And yeah. it's gonna be to make you say, I'm not gonna do this, or I'm I'm okay with taking this kind of risk. Yeah. Yeah, in a risk level. But yeah, man, that's that was a good question. Do y'all I, I, um I, 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 I like I, yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a good question, man. And yeah, but uh yeah, did y'all have um anything else before we wrap up? The or did, well uh 200k y'all want to discuss or anything like that? Nah, it's just yeah, 200 kcom Yep. Sign I'm gonna try putting I'm gonna put it in the description. I'm gonna put the um the website link in the description so people could go right to it. And yeah, I'm wrapping up, man. See, I already know how much uh I appreciate y'all every time y'all come on. But before we let y'all go, y'all man plugging in all your stuff where people can find y'all, follow y'all, everything y'all got going on, just y'all can plug it. Yeah, uh my Twitter, Instagram at Josh D Lifestyle. Uh like I said on both platforms, and then uh if you want to join my email list, uh lifestyle.com. And it's a section at the bottom of my page to join my email list for, uh, you know, investment tips, um, real estate opportunities, and just personal finance tips in general. Uh, for me, my Twitter and Instagram is B underscore reinvest. Um, my website is dbjohns.com. Um, I got blogs on there, some military therapy merchandise, um, a couple of ebooks. For just um, when I when I get bored and try to find new niches, I do it for a while and try to put other people on. Um, so you can go look at those, and you can find me mostly on 200k.com or 200k.com. Um, we about to be uh, I'm about to be on there full time. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, man. And like I said, appreciate y'all again for coming on and wrapping up. Y'all can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Xavier C. Miller. Follow the podcast, Man of Mindsets, on Instagram and Twitter. And D, what's your contact? You can find me on Twitter at Deanna S. Kent, uh, Instagram, Deanna Kent, and YouTube, Lessons in Life and Luxury. Cool. And that's all we got for y'all. Appreciate y'all for tuning into another episode of Man of Mindsets podcast. See you guys next episode. Peace. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant I study millionaires cause I was born a visionary Still believe in limitations, why you acting scary? You can't distract me from the paper, I've been chasing greatness I'm stacking now and balling later, in the conversation We strategizing, monetizing, piling up investments And sacrificing temporary sh- for bigger blessings Yeah, a tapped in boss mind state I multiply my grind rate and I match the way I vibrate Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people, if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your Profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier gon' talk about it No Deanna, speak that sh- that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant